So coming to standing, be aware of your space. Your space is underneath you, above you, in front and around. So it's a, you're in the center of a sphere. How is that? What's beneath you? Is it doing its work? Are you connecting to it? Grounding? Quality of what's beneath you is there to be your support if you allow it to. Let your body rest on it. What's in front of you is, is there to be open. Mm. Back, protector, protective sense. And above you, plenty of space. So take a few moments to orient within that, within that sphere, to your bubble. So, you know, one way to know space is to move around in it feeling free. So you know there's nothing you know, impinge, it's your space. It's the way to make it yours is to prove it. Much of Qigong is done quite relatively slowly, and slowing the breathing down in relatively slow movements, so that there's a thoroughness to the movement. Obviously you can do that with your arm, but to really come from the center of your chest and your shoulder and progressively extend your arm is a different different experience. You know, it's smoother, it's more collected, you're really with that. Where you can just you know and this is what I call fracturing or breaking off. It's when bits of you jump off and there's no connection to the center. So this is uh, you know often the way things are, we do experience a lot of this fracturing, breaking off movements because we're in a hurry or we're governed by systems outside us that demand. I'd like to show you um, a movement called the waterfall. This is, uh, uh, again, they're all quite simple moves, but this, again, the coordination and the, um, the flow of it. So as I take um, a backward step, foot is about 45 degrees. To reasonable start so that when I going to use the back leg, which is at 45 degrees, flex the knee, carry my weight on that back leg, and to the extent to which keeping the front leg straight, you can feel a sort of stretch coming up the hamstring, the back of the thigh. So you're coming back, and whatever causes a slight, you know, not acutely painful with a nice pleasantly tensile stretch to that hamstring 
and you come that's going to be your limit depending how flexible that is that you know if it's not very flexible you take a shorter stride and so coming down using the back leg keeping the front leg straight okay so the uh, coordination you're coming from the foot pushing up the calf the knee the thigh pushing so getting that leg to come in a bit at a time the ankle the knee thigh until you almost feel there's like a certain uh, continuum of energy that comes up into your back so it's a rising quality rising quality comes up into your back and in fact it lifts lifts as a lifting in the torso so that lifting is done by the leg keeping your upper body quite relaxed Letting the leg, the push of the leg, be felt in your upper body. Breathing in, lifting your upper body. Get a sense of that. that continue up your chest into your arms you're starting to gently use that power to loft the arms so bear in mind of course using the leg so the arms do not pull they are gently lifted if you're something slightly throwing them up into the air in breath expand your chest let that flow and that movement come up your chest lifting it flowing your arms up into your hands and breathing out drifting down so you begin to form a, a circuit breathing out like the breath itself as you come to the top your in breath is slowing down it softens it hovers and then descent begins this is where the water comes in so waterfall it's like uh, clouds rain the rain streaming down in front of the body 
probably the contour. things it also does help to reset the breathing now the whole body is breathing with that so we're using the leg pushing up and let the in-breath follow that opening hovering drifting down that's the out-breath subside, return to the standing position, or the normal position or standing position. So this is of your body apart, feet parallel rather than splayed, and if you can just slightly push your knees apart so the knees are over the centre of the foot. This will, generally the legs kind of have a closure to them, yeah, you splay it to close, this causes them to open, and this, the inner thigh is where you get a lot of the sensitivity runs up the inner side of the leg so you want to have that you know available rather than closed standing like a tree leaning your way down into the ground dropping tail that's in the belly get some space around your chest
we're going to the string puppet. Recap, hands, arms, loose, the shoulder, fingers released, nothing in the hand. So there are a few things we would do with this. One specifically is around the hand, and the hand is is loose but not dead. So something is going to gently lift that. And there we go. You breathe out, we're going to open it. As we breathe out. Particularly helpful this area here, the relationship between the thumb and the first two fingers, because this of course is our grasping hand. So this can be something sort of left in a slight grasp as a default. You want it to open. And so to a certain extent we will deliberately stretch it, but then we're stretching it in order to not to stay stretched, we just to be able to relax into a into a much more open-handed state. Because these parts of the body are definitely associated with mental tendencies that we may not really be fully aware of. So certainly the open-handed is the way to go. So when you feel settled, your body feels settled, you're aware of your feet, the under arch of the foot. And then we're going to start the rising quality. Soles of the feet, the palms of the hands, and wires on the backs of the wrists. Breathing in. So the whole you know, image of the string puppet is something that has no volition of its own. You know, so the volition is coming from a force that's not, you know, in our heads. So the next time you're in your descending phase, <coughs> slow it right down and let it come to a slide to a standstill without dropping or break or letting go. Just relax into standing. As if you're just turning down the velocity of the movement, turning it down, turning it down. You don't switch it off. It's still hovering. It's in this low volume state. You pick up the field.
So let's move into the next form. This is separating earth and sky. And as a kind of, as a prelude to that, I'd like you to just touch into your hands, feeling your hands completely. You have light awareness of your feet. You're here. You're okay, balanced, grounded. Let's bring most of your awareness towards your hands. Now you know you have them, tingling, warm, whatever they are. And then letting your eyes close and just sending out the message to the hands to ask them to uh, reach each other, to come together. Close your eyes and let the hands move slowly as if they're two little creatures, a couple of dogs looking around, where's the other one? Somewhere in here. And feeling them, sensing. How do they know? And sensing how that experience of the hands becomes quite luminous, perhaps uh, energized. And they seem to know when they're getting close to each other. They change, become extremely sensitive. Yeah, you probably know close, very close, almost touching. Couldn't measure it in numbers, but you get a sense of that. So let them hover for a while, and then finally coming into contact. So we've given some something to our hands to give them their intelligence. They're very intelligent creatures. Sense of touch, contact, and how that feels. Let's take the hands apart. But remember as if these are two little creatures, you just negotiate. Okay, we're going to move apart now. Still have a sense, they know where, they know where the other one is. Have a sense of synchronicity. Now, now bring one hand, you can open your eyes, bring it east-west across your body, approximately <coughs> around the um, rib cage, you know, say from below the throat notch to the diaphragm, roughly speaking, and resting above each other like a, I don't know, something hovering, a spaceship hovering over something. You feel the, the connection between the two, so an energetic, like a Bluetooth connection, they're reading each other. 
and then bringing together slowly. So when they're touching, over the fingertips, touch the heel of the hand, palms open the space. So they're lightly laced, lightly wrapped around a space. And that space we have a, a ball, an energy ball. So energy ball expands, hands naturally lift. Breathing in. Okay, now so just um, coming back to that model again. This time you're going to contemplate, use the out breath. Slow breathing out to expand the ball. You're almost breathing out into the ball. As long as your out breath goes. And then breathing in, drawing breath in from the ball, drawing energy in from the ball. If your breath energy is filling the ball, it's expanding as far as it goes. Breathing in, drawing energy in from the ball. Let's turn the hands over, let's go the opposite way. To um, progress from that, we're going to complete the extension. And for this, as you begin to turn the hands, they still remain connected, but uh, the top hand is going to turn so the fingers face forward. Palm is always parallel to the floor, yeah, level with the floor. Lower hand is going to turn more completely so the fingers point back and they're going to go in opposite directions. One's going to raise the sky and one's going to push against the earth, separating earth and sky. Breathing out. And in breath, coming back together.
as many of these things, we're also exercising our breathing without, you know, messing with the diaphragm. And the chest, the torso, the being really relaxed and following the inclination of the arms, the ball, and what the mood suggests, the movement suggests. So with the in-breath, everything is collecting, centering, Breath, just lightly stretching, opening. Hands flat, if you can get your hand to come back as best you can. So again, it's not so much how high you go, it's how can you maintain that angle. If you're very supple, it may be do the best you can to maintain a strong angle between your, uh, your hand and your arm. Yeah, so make the most of it. So the, this opening the palm. There's a energy line running down the arms into the torso and even down into your feet. We haven't forgotten our feet, you may sense the soles of your feet may also have a little ripple when you come to the full stretch. Make the next one our last one. So, just I think it's better to do a few in depth with some sensitivity because this, is, this isn't the Qigong course. So, a few movements there to just awaken something your sense, body sense, in perhaps a different way space around you, how are you in that? Those directions that I've mentioned. And uh, the last element of Qigong, there can be many, many moves, but the other element of it is the non-moving. So we'll just spend a few minutes in a static position So check your standing position. Big parallel. Knees slightly spread, drop the tail. Perhaps drop a little further as if you're just tipping your backside on the edge of a stool or a large ball behind you just to I'm resting on it, just about to. Now, 
up your back, <clears throat> back, widening your back. Let your arms extend, come round from the shoulder. And see your hands face the abdomen. Fingers a separate distance between one hand and the other. It's approximately the same as between your shoulder blades. You can't see that, but get a sense that you're not you don't feel you're pinched or you're spread. It should feel about balanced. And you can sense that. You know, you'll notice if your shoulders are far apart and just feel comfortable standing and uh, to the thumb angle of thumb is keeping the palm open we're standing standing in the ocean so bring to mind a sense of a very wide perceptual field a very wide horizon extending either side of you, in front of you and behind you. So a lot of space, the great ocean, sense of space, but not absent. It's a calming, watery space, standing in. In fact, your hands can float in that, relax your arm muscles. And this uh, particular mudra of the arms generates a sphere, which is once one edge of it's touching your front of your body, the other edges rub along your arms into your fingers. So we're wrapped around a large inflatable ball floating in the ocean. And uh, bring that to mind and uh, keep signaling that to the body to encourage it to rest on the ball rather like a, a towel draped over a, a ball that's draping the body over this ball and then he that's your basic form. Be aware of any parts of your body that start to tighten up. Could be your backs of your legs, or your face, or your chest, or your shoulders, and remind them that the ball carry. Relax. If it was very tense, you can rock a little on your legs. Keep loose, don't lock up. You can swing, but you don't want to go rigid. Okay, so I'm just going to sound a, a virtual bell there. And remember, don't break, don't drop, let things subside. And the hands return to the abdominal center. Okay.
Okay, so I'm going to recommend you stay in your space for another 10-15 minutes. You could be sitting or standing, just trying to stay in that whatever's arisen, whatever's there. Um, and then after 10-15 minutes I'll ring the bell, we can move around a bit. <coughs> 